This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Live from the WBRN studios, this is the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. I'm Brandon Worth, and I'm so happy you guys have returned to hear the second episode of this new series covering all the local sports and all the glory of it, and it is going to be a great episode today. It's been a while since I've been on the mic. A lot of things have been going on here at the station. We got July 4th weekend as this episode's being recorded, so lots of fun festivities, fireworks, all the good stuff coming, and we hope everybody has enjoyed or is enjoying this July 4th weekend and having a great time over the holiday. But make sure, before we get started, that you subscribe to the show. You can do that on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more, as well as the most direct method, which is on WBRN.com, where you can not only get access and subscription to this podcast, but you can listen to other shows as well as catch all the news updates and breaking news on our website, and you can follow along on everything up to date. And we also thank our sponsors for this show. Those include Johnson's Automotive, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Alter Care Big Rapids, Paris Auto Sales and service of Big Rapids, Macosta Osceola Transit Authority, Misiola Tech, and the Misiola Career Center. We thank you so much for making this show possible. But speaking of July 4th, we often celebrate this Independence Day with a lot of things we can attribute as symbols to America, as like fireworks and cornhole and hot dogs and every piece of red, white, and blue clothing and apparel you could possibly imagine. But one thing that always sticks around in association with America, especially by the phrase America's pastime, is the sport of baseball. So why not choose that one around this day to go into deep first here on this series? And we had a lot of great successes within baseball this year, a lot of local stories that have really taken off, and a lot of teams that really stepped forward and even possibly stepped backwards. But in the overall recap, we'll go through from Division One to Division Four and talk about all the local teams and how they did, as well as the regular season and postseason accomplishments. But starting in Division One, and I mean this was really not much else to talk about, but just the dominance purely of Orchard Lake St. Mary's winning over Gross Point North in the title game. They won 43 consecutive games this year. 43 wins, zero losses. Not a single scratch on their resume and schedule this season. An unbelievable run, and what makes it even more unbelievable, they did it after having to jump from Division Two last year to Division One. But that jump didn't really matter. Same result, a second straight state title, and now their fourth time that they have won the title since 2015 just an absolute dominating program that we've seen from Orchard Link St. Mary's and really that's all you can say about that they really have just been a phenomenal team but not much you can say else in the division one area just does 
we don't have a lot of local teams in the Division One level. Maybe we'll get there one day. We'll just have to wait and see. But really, we began in Division Two. Um, it was dominated this year by Ada Forest Hills Eastern, 32 wins on the season, including one on Michigan State's field to beat GR Christian in the state final game, 3 nothing to bring home the crown. And really a great season for them overall, especially beating a really good team like Grand Rapids Christian. But it really starts here home with tri County. They were the closest to get to that state final mark with their loss against Fruitport in the Region 19 semifinals, but certainly had a great postseason run nonetheless. Tri County beating New Wago in extra innings, as well as beating Grant and Fremont season ender Alma to clinch the District 38 title and avenge their loss against Alma from 2021. And a really bittersweet moment for Fremont as they hosted this. And, oh, just from over a year ago, having a 30-win season, and this year certainly taking a small step backwards. But that program will certainly be back, and they'll be good here once again. Over in District 35, the Big Rapids Cardinals came up short virtue of a second extra inning loss in two seasons. The Cardinals lost a nail-biter 1-0 to Jack Pine Power and future district champ Claire. One year after falling to 2021 District 35 champ Gladwin in extra innings. Just a tough, tough way to go down two years in a row. But according to Coach J.T. Scarpelli, the team simply just did not have enough firepower to compete with some of the best and the best within the district. Offensively, uh, they were okay. Um, I don't really, I think a little more emphasis on, on just getting on base, too many strikeouts, not enough walks, not enough extra base hits, stuff like that, uh, which is a lot of philosophy and preparation again. Um, but it's a young team. Only a couple guys are graduating. It was a small roster, 10 guys. Um, so you have a lot of returners, but then you also have a pretty big incoming junior class, uh, coming up from a successful JV team, uh, that are, are going to challenge guys for next year. Despite the short exit, Big Rapids' season still had a lot of positives. The pitching stood out in a large way with CSAA Gold Honorees Brody Sleeper and Ben Knuth on the mound. The duo combined for 2.6 ERA over approximately 110 innings of work. On the offensive side, freshman Isaac Zacco led the team in 134 plate appearances and with 30 runs scored. The youngster is looking to improve his glove and his movement to complement the hitting success going to the next season. Probably quickness when I see uh, glove work. Over across M20, Chippewa Hills was knocked out for the second straight year by the Warriors of Ludington in District 35. The Warriors will try to find the magic that helped them succeed so much a few years ago in the upcoming seasons. One district above, Cadillac fell into powerhouse Petoskey 8-1 to end their near 500 campaign on the season. Petoskey would end up falling to the future crowns of Division II, Ada Forest Hills Eastern. Moving into Division Three this year, it was Buchanan hoisting the trophy virtue of a 3-1 win versus Detroit Edison. The closest representative to that mark was Regional 35 finalist and CSAA gold champs Reed City, also my alma mater, uh, who fell to Traverse City St. Francis in a 1-0 nail-biter. The Cowards defeated Manistee, Mason County Central, and Hart to win the District 70 crown, and they also beat 21-win and District 69 champ Pine River before eventually falling to the Gladiators. The Cowards attributed a large amount of the success at the plate, including five of their starting nine finishing the season with over 300 batting average. That included all-conference players Xavier Allen and Max Hammond batting 445 and 419 respectively. Reed City scored 269 runs altogether this season, as well as 73 extra base hits and 19 home runs. 
Along with the offensive success, the Cowboys also added a huge boost on the mount. All seven of the team's hurlers combined for a 2.63 ERA and an opposing batting average of just 205. Hammond led the way with over 120 strikeouts. According to head coach Eric Grannis, the pitching was crucial to the season overall. I would say pitching really, really came into play. Um, Max Hammond, Xavier Allen, Noah Morgan, Canyon Reed came in and gave us some good innings. Uh, We've said it uh, since the beginning of the year in, in March and even February. We had a three-headed monster with Max, Xavier, and Noah. All throw, all of them throw over 80 miles an hour. Um, Max and Noah throw from the left-hand side. So around here in, in this area, it's not something you see a whole lot, especially with that velocity. Also in District 70 was the Everett Wildcats, who looked to match their miraculous run to the Regional 35 title from a year ago, but their run was swashbuckled by the Hart Pirates in the District semifinal game. The Wildcats overall took a step back this season with just under a 500 record, finishing behind Highland champs Beale City in the conference. Everett did have some highlights on the season, which included a no-hitter by pitcher Jake Ladd, and as well five pitchers finishing with a sub-2 ERA overall. Very impressive. Preston Wallace also shown out with a 4.53 average, as well as 34 hits, and three of them being triples. Down the line in Division 74, the band of CSAA Silver teams saw many of their postseason passages cut short by a common opponent in GR North Point Christian. The furthest team and the route was the Mohawks of Molly Stanwood, who fell to North Point 11-7 in the final after taking out Lakeview on their way. Kent City and their CSA leading five all-conference winners, including second-team All-Stater Kyler Larson, ran into the Mustangs in the semis after earning their 22nd victory on the season against the Hornets of Central Montcalm. Kent City also did claim the CSAA silver, edging out White Cloud and Morley respectively in the standings. Hesperia also had fits with another tough draw in District 73, losing to 2021 District Champ Montague for the second year in a row with their 1-0 semifinal loss. Hesperia's Travis Kurtz was the lone first-team all-conference award winner for the Panthers. Finally in Division 4, the area certainly this year was dominated by White Cloud. The Indians revenged their 24-win 2021 season's early semifinal exit with a District 107 championship. Their run would eventually lead them against Muskegon Catholic Central the following week in the regional semifinal, where they would end up losing. Outfielder Alex Cruzan led as the top player, earning All-State first-team honors, and Holton, the team that upset White Cloud a year ago, fell to Catholic Central in their newly assigned District 108 semifinal finals. Really, really tough break for them. When it came to the overall champion, many were projecting small-sized giant of Beale City to be the one to raise the trophy. They were looking for their fifth title this season, and after another 30-win season, the Aggies looked like they might do so. Unfortunately for them, Riverview Gabriel Richard took down Beale City in the Division Four state championship to keep them from their fifth title all-time. Still an impressive season nonetheless for Beale City and a lot of these programs all together, a lot of them making huge strides forward and some of them taking a slight step back, but they'll get there. The sport of baseball comes in stretches. It's going to have a hot season and a cold season. I know from experience, there's a lot that comes with even superstition and consistency with the game of baseball, something that we might want to see the Detroit Tigers do here soon. I mean, come on, we got to win some games, right? But it's definitely been an awesome season for baseball. And I thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode two. We'll be getting more into the sports-specific episodes as we go. I believe softball will be next 
on deck for all softball fans out there. So make sure that you subscribe and follow us, especially the Big Rapids Daily News on social media to learn all about the new episodes coming out. But also subscribe to the other stations too, Y102, Rewind991, and Big Country 100.9. They've all been doing great work. And we thank you all for tuning in. And we also thank our sponsors as well, Johnson's Automotive, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Alter Care Big Rapids, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Misiola Tech and Misiola Career Center, and Moda, the Macosta Osceola Transit Authority. But until the next episode, this is Brandon Worth signing off here on the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force.